This morning's reading comes from Luke chapter 7, verses 1 through 17. When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people, he returned to Capernaum. At that time, the highly valued slave of a Roman officer was sick and near death. When the officer, the centurion, heard about Jesus, he sent some respected Jewish elders to ask him to come and heal his slave. So they earnestly begged Jesus to help the man. If anyone deserves your help, he does, they said, for he loves the Jewish people and even built a synagogue for us. So Jesus went with them. But just before they arrived at the house, the officer sent some friends to say, Lord, Don't trouble yourself by coming to my home, for I am not worthy of such an honor. I am not even worthy to come and meet you. Just say the word from where you are, and my servant will be healed. I know this because I am under the authority of my superior officers, and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say go, and they go, or come, and they come. And if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Turning to the crowd that was following him, he said, I tell you, I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. And when the officer's friends returned to the house, they found the slave completely healed. Soon afterward, Jesus went with his disciples to the village of Nain, and a large crowd followed him. A funeral procession was coming out as he approached the village gate, the young man who had died was a widow, uh, was the widow's only son, and a large crowd from the village was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion for her. Don't cry, he said. Then he walked over to the coffin and touched it, and the bearers stopped. Young man, he said, I tell you, get up. Then the dead boy sat up and began to talk. And Jesus Jesus gave him back to his mother. Great fear and awe swept the crowd, and they praised God, saying, A mighty prophet has risen among us, and God has visited his people today. And the news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding countryside. In our stories for today, Jesus has just concluded his teaching and preaching from the Sermon on the Plain, and now the focus turns to the true identity of Jesus of Nazareth. We will see his authority, the authority of the Messiah revealed in these upcoming stories. The first story addresses Jesus's identity as the Messiah and uh, focuses on, on his authority as the Messiah. The focus of this story is on the centurion's faith in Jesus. Even Jesus regarded the centurion, this Roman officer, with admiration and amazement. The centurion had heard of Jesus from his Jewish friends, of, uh, and these Jewish friends had heard Jesus teach, perhaps from the teachings from the Sermon on the Plain or from prior teachings. But they have heard his teachings, and they have been telling this Roman officer about him. The Jewish elders who represent this Gentile, this Roman officer, they represent him without reservation as they come to Jesus, 
with his request that Jesus would would heal his um, prized and uh, beloved servant. For he loves Israel, and he has built us our synagogue, they tell Jesus. Jesus does not hesitate to respond to the request. The story takes an unusual turn when the centurion sends some of his friends to meet Jesus as Jesus is just about to the centurion's home. Now this centurion addresses Jesus as um, through his through his friends. He tells them that he is not worthy to have Jesus come under his roof. Not only is he deferring to Jesus's authority, but he is also recognizing a sensitivity to Jewish laws and customs that would not be proper for a Jewish, uh, especially a Jewish rabbi, um, but any Jew to enter the home of a Gentile. The centurion recognizes authority when he sees it, and Jesus recognizes faith when he sees it, as he observes in this centurion uh, the great amount of faith that he has. Jesus responds, Not even in Israel have I seen such faith. And of course, the servant is healed. The next story displays Jesus' compassion for the widow and for all who suffer and for all who grieve. But it also continues to reveal Jesus' identity and his authority as the Messiah. A young man died, leaving his mother not only a widow, but now childless. Jesus comes upon the funeral procession as he enters the town. They are, they are leaving the city gate. And so he has compassion for this woman who has lost her son. He tells the woman not to cry with grief. And then he touches the coffin to stop the procession. Jesus speaks, young man, I tell you, get up. Then the dead boy gets up, and he begins to talk. The crowd prays God, and the news about Jesus spreads throughout Judea and the surrounding countryside. God's reign of his kingdom visits his people through God's anointed, through Jesus. This reign of the kingdom of God has begun in Jesus Because of our identity as children of God, the King, God, has given us, his children, his authority. From that authority, we are called to exercise God's power in the world. As it says in Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 10, that we are saved by God's grace through faith. And we cannot take credit for this since it is a gift from God. God has recreated us, made us a new creation in Christ Jesus, so that we can do good things that God has planned for us since the beginning of time. What a privilege and a great honor it is for God to give us authority, as Jesus displayed God's authority we too are given authority, and through that authority, we act in power. 
But it's not us acting. It is God acting through us. As we abide in our relationship with Jesus, God recognizes that, gives us his authority, and then gives us the power so that he can do things through us, through his authority and through his power. So this story of authority is an important one because it identifies who Jesus is. But because of our baptism, because of the gift of the Holy Spirit, we too share an identity with Christ. And we have been given authority and power, not to do our will, but to do God's will. And so the question might be, what is God's will for you today? May God bless your reflection upon this devotion, and may God bless your day.